0: This is episode 8 of season 3 of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we'll be talking about food. Our scavenger hunt list for this week are a bird, a boat, a rose bush, a pond, and another runner. <laughs>
1: I'm Katie and I'm Megan and this is season three of runner girls three women brought together by love of running who are training to run a 5k in 30 minutes or less
2: yes and today is Labor Day so happy Labor Day ladies yes and hopefully uh, I assume since you're both teachers that you both had the day off today
0: yes a glorious yes Uh huh. <laughs> glorious <laughs> <laughs> So what have you been doing with your Labor Day weekend, Katie? A whole lot of nothing, and that's why it was so glorious. <laughs> um, I I did get a manicure, which was exciting, nice. and um, I got the fall decorations out of the attic ready to put up sometime later this week, but it was still almost 90 degrees today, so it didn't feel quite right sticking them outside just yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, other than that, it was watching bad TV and sleeping in until 11 o'clock. So I thoroughly enjoyed my day off. Oh, that's awesome. I was up at like, what, like five this morning. <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. But no, just because that's when I woke up. Well, that's great. sounds like you had a nice relaxing weekend then for the most part. Great, I did, yes. And Megan, how about you? How has your Labor Day been going?
1: Um sickly because I seem to have contracted a cold which is always exciting Aww. but at least I had an extra day of being home right
2: so you don't have to take the day off from school it sucks though to be sick on your day off
1: Doesn't yeah. It? yeah 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 it, it could be worse it sucks
2: to be sick anyway i'm sorry yeah
1: it's okay it's part of teaching teacher life are you going to so. be up
2: to going to school tomorrow
1: yeah, um, right now it's just kind of coughing, and in my throat I sound a lot worse than I feel, mm-hmm. so I might not be talking as much tomorrow and definitely not raising my voice because I don't think it's there. <laughs> it would <laughs> go very badly, <laughs> So, but I'll be good to go to school tomorrow.
2: Okay, good. You're feeling okay. It's just irritating maybe? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad it's not worse than it is. Me too. (laughs) And hopefully having uh, another full night of sleep will um, help you feel better. Yes. Well, um, my Labor Day weekend has been okay, I guess. Um, Not a lot going on, mostly back-to-school shopping. We like to save it for the weekend before the kids start school it's more fun that way (laughs) rushing around all weekend trying to get everything done but really it's just because you know we've I I mentioned last week how we both have had like car problems with the accident and I've had transmission work needing to be done so it's like we got to get that all taken care of and then and then it was time to focus on the school shopping so thankfully everything's done now I have my car back Still not 100% fixed. There's just a couple more things that I need to go back for before I get my car inspected. But I have it back, and it's drivable, and I'm very happy about that. And, yeah, I spent this weekend cleaning the house, getting the kids back into a regular routine of chores and reading time. And um, just basically we like to have them on a regular schedule before school starts. That way it's not such a shock when they have all this responsibility dropped on them. So that's a, that's what we've been doing. And, uh, yeah, I ran a race today, which I'll talk about later, and that was something <laughs> and uh not not a, too much going on, but I'm definitely looking forward to the kids going back to school <laughs> <laughs> going back to see you guys, not you guys, but you know what I mean, right, um, but yeah, that's it. it's good. It's been a good week, I'd say, and I would love to talk about running because, um. That's what's on my mind after running a race today. I I came home and started looking at, hmm, what races can I do the rest of the year, (laughs) which is what I typically do after running a race. (laughs) So are you girls ready to talk about running? Sure. I think so. Okay. Well, Megan, you have been sick or you're sick now. Have you had any running um, in this past week?
1: No. It was a big fat zero. Oh, it's okay, because my new plan <laughs> <laughs> is ever-evolving. I'm just going to try and do a mile a day and see how it goes from there. Just get out and do a mile. Just to get myself into the habit of running.
2: I like that idea. If you make it a habit, then hopefully you
1: won't get out of the habit. So. That's what I'm hoping on, too. And I've had... Part of it's been adjusting to being on my feet all day again, because after standing on my feet and my feet hurting, yeah, one of the last things I want to do is come home and change and go run to be on my feet more, Right. but I always like running when I do it, so I just need to remind myself that it's not that bad.
2: Yeah, I've had those days actually a lot recently where it's like actually not wanting to go out and run and rem- and remembering after i make myself do it like oh yeah i like doing this thing <laughs> i need to <laughs> remember that tomorrow morning when it's time to go out and do it again <laughs> <laughs> so well you're you're sick right now so when do you think that you're going to start your new plan
1: depending on how i feel tomorrow mm-hmm. because it's just a mile and if i'm not don't get really worse i can probably do it tomorrow yeah because it's all above the neck which apparently is okay to run yeah so I should be able to and it's that's why I have to tell myself it's a mile I can go do a mile and get in the habit of running a mile yeah and then building it up
2: once you get out there and you start running pretty soon you're at like a half a mile and then it's like all right I just gotta turn around and go back now it's pretty easy yeah
1: and I know myself too part of it is once I start running I know I'm most of the time going to go further than a mile. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, that was a mile. Okay. And then I feel like I should do more. I want to do more. So that'll help.
2: Oh, great. Um, I hope that works. I hope that, you know, you're feeling up to it physically and, um, you know, I don't want you to make yourself more worse more worse nice language soon. <laughs> you know what I mean don't make yourself sicker just um yeah good good plan though I like it and I and I hope it works for you
1: thank you I hope so too
2: and um Katie how about you have you done some running this week
0: I did do some running this week um not as many times as I wanted to go out I was shooting for two runs during the week and then um I had the 5K I was registered for on Saturday. Uh oh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I say I was registered for on Saturday because my family all got into town late Friday night. Like 11 is when my sister and her husband got here, and then it was closer to midnight when my mom and dad got here. And I kept going. I got to go to bed. I'm, I'm going to get up in the morning and go to Charleston, which is about an hour away. Mm. Um, and the race was starting at seven. Wow If they yeah, so I would have had to alert the house probably about five o'clock um, to get down there and, and give myself enough time to pick up my packet and all that good stuff. So long story short, I did not run my race on Saturday, but my sister is of course back in training mode for the New York City Marathon this year. she's she's making the trek again and hopefully the race will be run this year, right. And um, she had to do 12 miles on Saturday. So she was like, listen, I won't run the full 12 at once if you want to run with me in the morning instead of going to do your 5K just because I don't want you to go down there by yourself and then drive back and spend two hours just on the road when we're all here, which made the most sense. And I understand. I just hated losing my registration. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, once I register for something, I want to do it. So, But we um, we did go and run Saturday morning. I took her down to... Uh, area called Market Common, and she did seven and a half miles, and I did just under five.
1: Um, nice. You know,
0: yeah, so I got the longest run distance-wise that I had done it in quite a while, so I was at least proud of myself for doing that.
2: That's great, <laughs> and did you Yay. love running with your sister?
0: You know what? It was actually a lot of fun. Um, it's not like we we're chatty Kathy the entire time because she's a lot like I am when she's running. Yeah. She doesn't really want to have like, you know, in depth conversation, but it was nice just having uh, somebody there for company. Yeah. And they were also having a festival down there this weekend, the barbecue boogie and beach music festival or something like that. <laughs> so on our second lap around, um, cause I go a route around there. That's about three miles total. You could smell the barbecue being mm. cooked. Oh my gosh, it was torture because you're just like, oh, I want to stop and get some food. <laughs> but there were a lot of people in the area, so it was nice to get to run with uh, somebody and have her there beside me for most of my miles, which was nice. That's great. Yeah.
2: I haven't I haven't run with a with a running partner in a long time, but I know that when I do. It's so much easier to run further or run for longer. Mm-hmm. Like the time to, seems to pass much more quickly when you have someone with you. Right. Oh, it's, it's nice. So that's great. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was really hot and really humid. We started before 8 o'clock. We got down to Market Common about 730, but the humidity was already at 100%. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the breathing wasn't exactly the easiest for me, and I did remember to use my inhaler. Um, but still just the, the mugginess and the thickness of the air, I think made it really difficult. But aside from that fact, it was a very enjoyable run. So I, I really, really had a, had a nice time on Saturday. Well, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that you had a,
2: you know, a nice run with your sister and yeah. got, got a few miles in. that's great. Uh, was
0: that your only run? No, I also did one other run during the week. Um, I haven't synced my Nike Plus yet to my daily mile, but I it was three miles just here around my neighborhood, and that one actually felt good uh, breathing-wise, um, endurance-wise. My pace is still not exactly where I want it to be, but it's not like I was racing around my neighborhood either. Um, I think my total time was like 38 minutes and change yeah. um, for three miles because... I just wanted to make sure I got it done and I wasn't trying to push myself thinking I was going to have the race on Saturday so
2: right and um, I'm sure your your pace will come down as you uh, as it cools off too.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It it seems like the very first cool evening of fall that we have, I'm always like amazed when I look at my pace. Like, wow, it's such a shock what cooler temperatures will do for your running. So I'm very much looking forward to that.
2: Well, that's great. And um, so what do you have planned for this week?
0: Um, This week, of course, it's a short work week, uh, but there's a lot going on as far as meetings and drills and visits from the district and our very first home football game for the school that I work at. So I've got to go to that on Friday night. But um, shooting for three runs again this week, I would like to do two during the week of three miles and then another long run on Saturday or Sunday, Um, preferably about five miles again, because that felt like a good distance
2: great yeah that sounds that sounds solid i hope that uh i hope things go smoothly for you this week with your crazy week that you have coming up
0: thank you i hope so as well
2: (laughs) (laughs) well um i did some running this week i felt like i was finally getting um back into the swing of things after having two kind of lousy weeks um on tuesday i got out for my first run of the week um I think for, for whatever reason we were talking about trail running after the show, um, possibly as a, as a show topic coming up. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I haven't been out on the trails. I'll go out and, uh, see how they're doing, I guess. (laughs) And I don't know why I keep thinking that I want to do that because every time I do, I, it just beats me up. Um, I did two miles and I wore my, my cross country shoes and, um, I was really feeling it in my Achilles which I don't normally like I've I'm used to running in minimalist shoes these have a zero drop
1: um, Mm -hmm. and I haven't
2: run in zero drop shoes in a while and I was really feeling the strain and I didn't have any lingering pain or soreness afterward but it just felt uncomfortable and I'm like nah, I'm okay with this (laughs) and um, it was it was hot I think I was putting my run off that day and got out after it was already starting to get warm and just felt uncomfortable ended up walking a lot and then I was um behind the um there's a private school on our road Berwick Academy where I did my trail race and I was running those trails back there and all the cross-country runners are out now practicing for their the new school season or whatever but um I came across several of them and they just like whizzed on past me and I'm just like oh (laughs) it just made me feel so old and slow (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was fine. It was nice to have a little change of scenery. I feel like I've been running the same loops again. And um, so that was nice. Thursday, I went out and I did about four miles. And it was a cool day. So that felt really good. Um, Friday, I did two miles, um, probably a little less than two miles. Um, I started out too fast. And I got an abdominal cramp one of the um, ligament pains that I get from the pregnancy and I just could not get it to go away. Like I'd, I'd stop and walk and even walking, it wouldn't go away. So then I just have to, I actually just sat down on the sidewalk cause I'm like, walking is, is not helping at all. So I have to not move until it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, paused my <laughs> run meter because I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and record this time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but that was kind of a, a frustrating day because I wasn't able to do much running, actually. Um, yeah. But I figured it was better that I was out there getting some exercise. So um, Saturday I went out again and planned to do a longer run wasn't really feeling it the first couple of miles, but I, I hung in there because I know it usually gets better, and it did. I did a little over six miles, and I um, was able to get some steady running in after the first couple, and really felt like I was getting into a groove and felt really good about that. So um, Saturday was a great day, and then I took Sunday off because I decided I was going to run a race this morning, and so I did the St. Charles Children's Home 5k in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, 17th annual put on by the Running Nuns. And this was a great race. I was really impressed with so much about it. Like they had activities for the kids. They had um, raffles and prizes and so much food. Like I never see that much food for a local small charity race like that. Like they had everything they had dunkin donuts they had honeydew donuts they had bagels and pizza and food that the nuns brought and applebee's was cooking burgers i mean it was just crazy how much food there was and um oh oh, you know there's a race too (laughs) (laughs) um but i was just really impressed it it was only like twenty dollars too, like race day registration which was really really good price for a 5k um, got an awesome t-shirt, which I'm wearing now. It's super comfortable. One of the best um, best race t-shirts I have. I'm telling you everything about the race itself because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it started raining right when I was ready to start my warm-up. And so I waited about 15 minutes because I thought, well, this might just be a downpour and then I can go out you know and it will stop and I can go out and run um but it didn't really stop but it lightened up so I'm like all right I can run in this and I threw a poncho on and mm-hmm. I went out and I did my warm up and got completely soaked started downpouring and so I only did about a mile of my warm up and it was not a good one um my legs were really stiff so I was not looking forward to the race, really, at that point, um, because I felt like I I wasn't properly warmed up for it and wasn't going to be able to run it well. And so I got back to the car and took off my poncho and changed my socks. Luckily, I had an extra pair of dry socks because my feet were soaked through. Um, And thankfully, the rain stopped just in time for the race to start, which was nice. And I ran... The first two miles um partially running, partially walking, because I'm not sure why, but all of a sudden, my leg tightness came right back, like like hardcore, and I wasn't even running fast. I was running the pace that i' I'd, I'd been running like all of my runs at, like I was really trying to start slow because I didn't get a good warm up in, and my legs were stiffening mm-hmm. up on me, and um had my coconut water, <laughs> so I don't feel like it was a nutrient issue because yesterday, I loaded up on that stuff. And um, I don't know, it just it wasn't wasn't working with me today. Um, So I did a lot of run walking the first couple of miles. And then the third mile, um, there was this this girl, this little angel that appeared out of nowhere, she was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 years old, and she just started talking to me, she was running like on the sidewalk next to me, and she started talking to me, so I was chatting with her, and pretty soon we just fell into this comfortable rhythm of running with each other, and ran most of the last mile together with no walking, and of course at the end she sprinted off ahead of me, but I was so thankful because (laughs) I didn't have to stop and walk, I was just talking with her, and Um, I didn't even have my phone with me to record my distance or listen to any music or anything because I thought it was going to start pouring again, but I ended up finishing in 3817, which is my worst 5k time since um, the trail race, which actually was a faster time than today's race, and that one was a really difficult one. This was flat and fast, (laughs) but not for me. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely fitness wise declining, but I also feel like had my legs been up to par, that it would have been a better race. Um, but I, I actually started out with no expectations today. So I wasn't really disappointed in my time at all. I was happy to finish running and that I felt good at the end and, um, really felt very positive about this race. And it's one that I'm really looking forward to running again next year because, um, it is such a nice, flat, fast course. And I look forward to PRing this one. No problem. <laughs> so... Um so overall Go good week with um a positive race experience in the end. Started out kind of lousy but ended up being pretty good. And um yeah, as far as next week goes, just taking it one day at a time. I don't have You're any right. I don't have a new plan. I'm really looking forward to November <laughs> Um, I'm at 30 weeks now, so I have 10 weeks left to go and, um, hoping that I can keep doing a race per month. I haven't missed a single month this year and I don't know how October and November are going to go, but, um, but we'll see. So, so that was my week.
0: Well, good job, Sue. Good for getting, getting out there and and getting it done. I mean, even though you had to take a break and walk which i know was probably killing you (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't anymore but you got it done yeah Yeah.
2: it it doesn't anymore because i'm like you know i have to like i have Mm -hmm. to it's for the you know for the baby um right and i and i'm at least i'm still out there doing something so uh, it it doesn't kill me as much as it would if i wasn't pregnant (laughs) which it really (laughs) really would um but but thank you yeah um We'll see. We'll see how long I can keep it up. <laughs> I keep saying yeah. that, and I keep getting out there, which is good, but it's getting progressively more difficult. Why don't we talk about our weekly topic, which this week is food. We've covered nutrition on the show before, but this is, I guess, a little different. We're really just going to talk about you know, what kinds of foods we eat or try to eat just talk mm. about food because we like food,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I run because I like to eat. Well, one of the reasons I run is because I like to eat. I don't really have a specific diet or anything. I tr- I try to eat pretty healthfully. Uh, lots of fruits, veggies, beans, protein. And I try to cut back on sugar and carbohydrates but it's it's difficult, especially when you run, because I feel like I want to get carbs in um, after my runs. Some days I'm a lot better about <laughs> eating healthfully than I am others. But what about you girls? Uh, do you follow any kind of diet or do you try to avoid any certain foods?
0: Um... I- I try to do foods that I know are not the best for me in moderation. You know what I mean? Like if I if I know I'm going to be running short on time or I didn't make it to the grocery store this, this week to get my yogurt and granola for the school in the morning and I want to pick up a biscuit or a breakfast burrito or something on the way there, I'll try not to eat fast food for the rest of the week. Um, I try not to eat a whole lot of fast food because – it's not that great for you. Right. And, and of course, you know, the more processed things are, usually the worse they are for you. But at the same time, it's not always feasible for me to cook every meal just for myself. Right. Um, when I'm running short on time or whatever. So I'll I'll try to make at least good choices when I do get fast food. Maybe a salad from Zaxby's or you know, a wrap as opposed to a Big Mac. (laughs) So I just try to keep moderation in mind and always remember that, you know, as long as your output is more than your input, you're going to be okay. Right.
2: Yeah, I I feel the same way when it comes to fast food. I don't always... (laughs) I don't always live up to it, <laughs> more often than not, because um for my job, I'm out on the road a lot, driving to people's houses, sometimes back and forth between two different houses or something. So often I will end up, if I don't plan ahead, which a lot of times I haven't planned ahead, um then I end up getting fast food somewhere because that's mm-hmm. what there is to eat and it's quick and easy and it tastes so good. <laughs> um, uh, so one thing that I try to do at lunchtime is like I might at the beginning of the week I'll go to Subway and I'll get a um, a gift card and put like 30 or $40 on it and there's a Subway right in my town so even if there's not going to be one near the house that I'm working at, I can stop on my way out of town and get a sub for lunch for later. And then at least I'm eating something better than um, a cheeseburger and a milkshake and fries from McDonald's,
0: which is (laughs) what I would
2: normally do. So um, if I don't remember to do that, then most often I will go to a burger place because I don't want to eat a sub, I want to eat a burger. Um, But if I have the money already spent on the card... I'm not going to want to spend more money. I'm just going to use the card that I have. So, um so that's something that I I try to remember to do. And what about you, Megan? How do you feel like about your diet? Do you follow any specific kind of um
1: no plan? <laughs> no, not really. I try to avoid processed food a lot and, and try not to eat fast food. A lot it doesn't always work because of my schedule right. and it's <laughs> sometimes it's just easier and sometimes Brad goes and so instead of us having to do two completely separate places mm-hmm. and some of it it's a cost thing it's a lot cheaper to buy fast food if there's nothing at home than it is to go somewhere else
2: right yeah I think the best thing that I found is If you find like a a really good recipe that makes a ton of food and you plan ahead of time and you portion it out and plan on eating that as your lunch like I do with my soup or my burritos which I'll talk about later um, that ends up being more inexpensive than getting fast food every day but it also takes a lot of forethought and planning and time That you may not want to spend during your free time Like that's the other thing Like on the weekend I want to just do nothing You know (laughs) So that's the other side of it Um, So what do you guys like to eat for breakfast?
1: Smoothies Smoothies Oh
2: did you you decide on a blender?
1: I haven't gotten one yet (laughs) But my other one It works well enough For me to Keep using it for now And I had bought fresh fruit at the grocery store and some yogurt. So I've been making smoothies with fresh fruit and yogurt and honey.
2: Nice. What's your favorite kind to make right now?
1: I made, I really like strawberry blueberry banana. Mm. Is my favorite with uh, plain Greek yogurt and honey nice
2: i'm not a fan of the yogurt so i don't do smoothies very often (laughs) but i like fruit like you can usually if you throw a banana in that'll thicken
1: it up pretty good yeah you don't need the yogurt i just do it for extra protein Mm -hmm. and it blends in pretty well nice so
2: and what about you katie what do you do for breakfast
0: i try to keep my breakfast food at school Because I'm usually crunched for Tom. Shocking, I know. (laughs) But um, I'll buy like the packs of the vanilla Greek yogurt and keep them in my fridge at school. And then I'll buy either the um, breakfast to go packs that I talked about on the show a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Or just the bag of loose granola. um, Like the Nature Valley Oats and Honey. And they also have one that's... um, dark chocolate and oats which is really good and I'll mix that into my yogurt and have that in the morning I really really like that just because it's easy and it's a good way to get protein and a little bit of carbs the granola without overdoing it and feeling heavy and weighed down and wanting to go to sleep by second block so (laughs) it's a quick easy meal that I can do in the morning once I get to school even and how long does that last you like fill you up uh well usually I don't have time to eat lunch so I won't eat until I come back home. Oh my god. Yeah, well, yeah. especially on the days you have lunch duty, you can't eat. You don't have time to eat. Why do you guys so... teach? <laughs>
2: I mean like I mean I understand why you would want to in the first place, but why do you keep doing it?
0: <laughs> Well, this is my third year, so I don't know. Maybe I'll wise up.
2: (laughs) I don't mean to dissuade you from your chosen profession.
0: (laughs) No, no, it's all right. Um, But uh, I I don't know. I guess your body just kind of gets used to it. So it's, um, it's not always easy. There's some days where you're like, I just want a sandwich, you know, and maybe I'll bring something else with me. Like you were talking about, Sue, a recipe that makes a lot. I'll do that pretty often during the school year because then I can just grab a Tupperware container when I go out the door. And if I don't have duty during lunch that day, then I can throw it in the microwave and eat it when the kids have lunch quickly. (laughs) And that'll give me a little more to go off of for the rest of the day. So, it just depends. It really depends on my schedule for that day and whether or not I have lunch duty.
2: Right. Do they not expect you to eat during lunch duty or do they expect you to eat while you're doing it?
0: Um. The I think the the expectation is that you don't eat. Uh. But they don't have a problem if you're, like, standing there in line eating a sandwich or, you know, wherever you're supposed to be at on duty. It's just not really always the most feasible thing to do you know you're expected to be there on time when the bell rings and watch the kids and if you're oh let me grab my sandwich out of the fridge and then i'm gonna unwrap it and stand here and focus on my sandwich rather than making sure no one punches each other in the face (laughs) you know (laughs) then then that could become an issue i suppose
2: wow okay okay (laughs) <laughs> so I guess I don't need to ask what you do for lunch then. <laughs> um, yeah, not not during the school year anyway. Megan, what are your lunches like? Are you able to eat it all ever?
1: Um, no. I usually I have sides like a bag of chips and some cookies, and I usually get to eat those during my about fifteen minutes I get for lunch after I drop the kids off and before I have to go pick them up again. But sometimes I'll bring pasta. Or a sandwich or I've got bowls of soup. And I can eat those during my planning period during sixth period. Which is about 130.
2: Yeah. <sighs> okay. But at least you you have some time to eat, which is good. Yeah.
1: If I and it just means I don't use the bathroom. Like I trade out the bathroom <laughs> oh,
2: for <God>. eating. <laughs> you guys ha oh, you have to suffer so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I used it like the bathroom thing I didn't even notice I, had a, I wasn't using the bathroom during the day until the middle of last week and I was like hey I, this is the first time I've used the bathroom and it's like 4 o'clock Okay, but I, I get so busy during the day that I don't even think about food or the bathroom really
2: what would you right. do if you were pregnant though? I mean, if you're pregnant, you have to eat. Like, you have to feed the baby. <laughs> you, you have to go to the bathroom because they're constantly kicking your bladder. What would you do? I mean, what I would do pregnant I teachers would do?
1: get, like, extra stuff. I could eat. I wouldn't mind eating in front of the kids. Yeah. If I was pregnant, small snacks. And I wouldn't mind. I would make the time between class or whatever to go to the bathroom if I really had to and I was pregnant. It's just right now it's not as big of an issue so I don't make the time for it I guess
2: okay just things that seem like such like that's priority to me (laughs) fooding (laughs) fooding yeah eating food (laughs) fooding and going to the bathroom Those are pretty high on my list. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I guess sometimes when I'm at somebody's house, like if I've already cleaned the toilet, I'm not going to use their toilet. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah, I I I don't know. Um, All right. Well, enough about the toilet talk. Let's get back to food. As far as breakfast goes, I, well, I usually wait until after my run, depending on how much time I have, um, my breakfast will depend um how much time I have before I have to go to work after running. So, on days when I don't run, I'm more likely to eat a bigger breakfast, which would be um normally I try to get both protein and carbs so like whole grains usually whole grain toast with fruit and um, a couple of eggs and that's like my ideal breakfast eggs and toast and fruit and I'm in heaven Um, and another thing that I do sometimes which I did for probably I don't know like six weeks in a row um, I did breakfast burritos and I made my own with like a whole wheat um, tortilla or I'd use a low-carb tortilla And do um, eggs with pepper jack cheese and salsa and black beans and peppers and tomatoes and turkey sausage. And I'd just um, cook it all up. I'd spend like an hour cooking it all up and cutting and preparing everything. And then wrapping up probably like 12 or 15 breakfast burritos. Sticking a couple in the fridge and putting the rest of them in the freezer. And then I'd have um, breakfast for the next couple of weeks and I just take a frozen one out the night before I'm gonna need it. Um, and that's great because then I don't have to cook every day and mm-hmm. I have a fairly healthy breakfast to have. Um, and then if I'm if I'm running, after my run, I'll have uh, chocolate milk and a piece of fruit. And normally after that, I don't wanna make a big breakfast and I'll usually, if I'm hungry, Before I go to work, I'll stop at Dunkin' Donuts and get a breakfast sandwich, which is not a good idea. Um, And on my worst days, I get donuts, which are, like, those are a weakness. I love donuts. And they're so bad for you. They're so bad. But they're so good. Yeah, They're so good. Um, So I try to plan ahead. Planning ahead is the most important thing that I can do, I think. And then as far as lunch goes... I kind of already covered this, you know, if I'm out between houses and I didn't plan to bring a lunch with me, then, um, a lot of times I end up going to McDonald's or Burger King, um, on the weeks when I think to plan ahead, then I have like money on my subway card and I can go to subway and get something there. But if I don't have money on that card, I go straight for McDonald's, which is the worst and I hate that because... That's not how I want to eat at all. Like, there's high fructose corn syrup everything, and everything, and not to mention all the things that I don't know is in there. Um, so food is a big issue with me. Like, if you're on my, um, one of my Facebook friends, which you both are, you know how important it is to me because I'm always posting <laughs> stuff about what's in our food. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm so guilty of eating horrible things. Um, but at least I try to set an example for the kids, you know. We don't, I don't ever take them to fast food places and um i make sure they have healthy meals and dinner is better for us uh it's usually a source of protein like um we might do fish like salmon or um something cheap like uh what do they have that's cheap the tilapia which i like Mm -hmm. um and we'll do a vegetable like asparagus or broccoli or carrots i love cooked carrots um but no usually no starch no carbs with dinner unless um we do pizza. We do pizza like once a week and that that's when we have carbs. And um yeah, chili. We I like chili because it's meat and beans and tomatoes. So it's pretty good for you, I think. I'm you know, it's probably not good to have a ton of red meat, but I like it. <laughs> I eat it anyway. Um And, yeah, we have pasta once a week, probably, maybe once every couple of weeks. Jeff gets sick of it. I grew up eating pasta all the time and pizza, and I grew up on mac and cheese and Chef Boyardee, and so, like, everything was carbs (laughs) and not nutritious. I think about what I ate as a kid and what I eat now, and I'm like, I'm so glad that I know better, that I'm not going to feed my kids that at every meal. Like, it's just not, it's not good. So that's it. And then, you know, once, once every couple of weeks, I'll try a new recipe from Pinterest, like my white bean kale soup that I made. And I, I portioned that out into, um, Ziploc freezer bags. And I actually just finished off the rest of it. Like I, I had probably 20, 20 bags of that in my freezer and just took one out whenever I wanted to get a nutritious meal um when I was at home because you can't really I can't it's not really a good travel food for me (laughs) I'm not gonna heat it up at somebody's house make myself a bowl of soup so (laughs) um but it's good for at home which is nice so what do you do for dinner Katie
0: um well like you I i do like a lot of pasta because it's easy it's quick and it's something that like I said earlier I can throw in those Tupperware containers and kind of section out for the rest of the week and just easily grab one or reheat something when I get home because I don't have energy to cook a big meal once I get home after a long day at school so um, a lot of a lot of pasta but I try to add things to it like I'll get the uh, whole wheat pasta or like a garden pasta and mixed in chicken um, or some other kind of protein and then change the sauces. Sometimes, you know, I'll do just maybe a little bit of Parmesan cheese with it or do a tomato basil sauce. So that way it's a little variety, even though it's a lot of the same meal, it doesn't always have to taste the same. And uh, something else I'll do is I'll real quickly, like, take out a couple of pieces of chicken or a couple pieces of fish. Like you, Sue, I like a lot of tilapia. And I'll get, like, the big frozen bag from Sam's. <laughs> and that way I can just come home, turn on the grill, throw them on the grill, maybe heat up some beans or carrots or something to go with it. And be done for the evening. So dinner – and again, I mean, I try to keep it nutritious. At least I'm not, like, you know, pulling a vat of ice cream out of the freezer and just <laughs> sitting down on the couch and eating that. But um, – I do try to at least think about what I'm eating, but really, simplicity is the name of the game for me for dinner, uh, because most of the time, I've still got other things to do for work when I come home, so again, I don't have a whole lot of time to spare, let alone the energy.
2: Oh, that sounds pretty good. I know, um, <clears throat> occasionally, I'd get the like the frozen fish portions that they have at Walmart and, and Sam's, um, but normally I get we get fresh fish when we're feeding the family but I think for like Jeff's sister gets the frozen stuff too and I think Mm -hmm. it's easier when you're single to just take out one piece and heat it up whereas if you have like a pound of fish sitting in your um fridge you're not going to eat all that at once you know one person's Mm -hmm. not going to eat all that so it doesn't make as much sense um but yeah at Walmart you can get frozen fish pretty pretty cheaply so that's that's cool And Megan, what about you? Like, what do you guys do for dinner?
1: We do some healthy stuff and some not so healthy stuff. We eat cereal. (laughs) Cereal for dinner? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Usually when either of us feels like cooking because it's easy. Um, Sandwiches and pasta a lot. Mm -hmm. And I try to get pasta with, like, vegetables added in to make it at least – somewhat healthy so it's not just a bunch of carbs Right. Brad, Brad eats Alfredo sauce so mm. oh, no. <laughs> 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 cheese and carbs and fat um, I'm trying to think what else we do sometimes we get chicken breasts and we can cook those and do that we try to stay away from like the pre prepackaged frozen meals just because I end up not liking them a lot of the time and I don't know 100% what's in them, but that doesn't always happen.
2: What do you mean by prepackaged? Like, like... the stuff you just
1: put in the skillet and heat up, and it's oh, all ready okay. to...
2: Yeah, we do those sometimes. But we usually get, like, the Newman's Own, because I feel like it's more natural. But, I mean, I don't sit there and read the bag on it either, so
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Newman's Own. I'll have to go for them. They might be a little bit better than whatever we've been getting
2: they yeah there's not a ton of food in there but then it's just you two so you probably don't need as much as we need to feed like four people yeah yeah but kids don't eat that stuff anyway they don't like it there's too too many vegetables in there for them (laughs) (laughs) they're very picky about their vegetables we make sure that they eat some every day but it's always going to be the same thing asparagus broccoli carrots green beans that's about it, corn, they'll eat corn, I don't buy <laughs> corn, though, I don't feel like it's very healthy, oh, kids are hard to feed, <laughs> um, well, that's good, what was I gonna say, oh, cereal, I stopped, I stopped buying cereal, um, I'm trying to think, probably sometime after Anna was born, but I know we got it when Ethan was a baby, and I probably knew less about, like, what I was eating then, and, and cared less, um, but, like, I just stopped buying cereal. I, I grew up on it. Like, that was my breakfast every day when I was a kid. And, um, but, but now I feel like I don't want to just give them a bowl of carbs and milk, you know, and sugar and uh, added vitamins. So I try to make, you know, like I said, eggs and toast and fruit um for them for breakfast. But I was, when you mentioned cereal, it got me thinking, like, when the kids were out of town... I went and I bought cereal and I had cereal in the house (laughs) and I feel like I'm such a hypocrite because I won't let them you know I don't buy it for them but I was like oh I really want a big bowl of like cocoa puffs (laughs) I'm pregnant and I was craving cereal and I I bought some and I ended up eating the whole box pretty much (laughs) that week because I didn't want it to be in the house when they got back (laughs) I just don't want them to get used to eating that on a regular basis you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but man is it good <laughs>
0: alright I'm a horrible mom
2: <laughs> <laughs> no I mean
0: I think at least you were trying to be consistent and not letting them see you eat all that you mm-hmm. know so it could be worse mm-hmm. I ate a lot of cereal in college just because it was cheap and it was easy so I I, I think I lived on cereal for dinner from like my sophomore to senior years it's okay (laughs) and and it tastes so good (laughs) yes and there's a wide variety you know if you want something like semi-healthy stick with like special k or cornflakes and Mm -hmm. thursdays like you said Sue, you just want some cocoa puffs (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) cheerios are okay sometimes i can eat a cheerio now and then (laughs) um yeah, cereal. Now I'm, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about, oh, yeah, I want to go get some cereal. All right, I need to stop that. Um, all right, so what about during your runs? What do you take with you if you need to eat during a run or or if you need fuel? I mean, I guess you haven't had a long run in a little while. You didn't have anything on your five-mile, or did you, Katie?
0: No, nothing on the five-miler.
2: So what do you plan to take with you when you do get into longer runs?
0: Uh, I take the goose just because that's what I've used in the past. I know that they most of the time agree with me. (laughs) And, um, you know, you never want to try something new in the middle of a race. I guess I could test out maybe some new things during training and see what I like. But uh, the goose seem to do pretty good for me. You know, I'll eat well, during a half marathon, I'll probably take three with me, um, have one before the race, maybe, and two others during the race. Mm-hmm. But but that's really what I – the only thing that I'll take with me during long runs um, are the goos. I haven't taken anything else like um, like that waffle thing. Was it you, Megan, that got that or yeah. was it you, Sue? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't really take anything like that just because of convenience. You know, it's much easier for me just to rip off the top of a goo and suck it down real quick rather than having to worry about tearing off the wrapper and crunching. I'm not really good at multitasking. I know it seems like I do a lot during the day, but it would be my luck. I would like trip and fall and bite off my tongue if I was uh-huh. chewing like an en- entire thing during a long run. Um I have tried some of the energy gels before, the chewy gels. I'm not talking like the goo packages. You mean
2: like the ones that are like gummy bears?
0: Yes, yeah. Okay. Like that. Um and I I liked those, but I think I just more like the taste. I didn't really feel like they gave me a whole lot of energy or really any kind of substance from okay. them. But I do like the gels during during long runs, the goo's.
2: One of the um girls that I ran with before um, I think her name was Liz she had just run her first marathon the year before and she mm-hmm. was telling me because I was out grilling her of course um, because she had such a good experience I was like well wh- how did you fuel for it and she just said she had the um, the sports beans The right. I don't know if they're jelly belly sports beans or something like it's, it's basically like a jelly bean but meant for um, to be used as fuel she said she just used those and I was like oh well how often did you have them she's like I just eat a few like throughout the whole race she's like I just kept popping them whenever I felt like I wanted one Mm -hmm. um and she just so she had constant um small stream of fuel coming in and I'm like that's kind (laughs) of genius like I'm gonna try that when I have long runs again so I thought that was interesting do you normally take uh water with you on your runs Katie or no
0: not short runs. I do for long runs. Yeah. Um. And I have like my little water bottles that hook onto my belt. And again, depending on the length of the run, I'll fill up one or two of those.
2: Right. And you ever use um Gatorade or anything like that?
0: I don't. Just because I'm not a big Gatorade fan, like the flavors to me are weird and there's nothing worse in a race when you're like, oh, yay, water stop and you reach out and get a drink of water or what you think is water and it's like the lemon lime Gatorade. (laughs) I just, I can't handle that. So I usually just stick with water, but really that's what I drink most of throughout the day anyway is just water. Like I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning and occasionally like a sweet tea, but not really much Coke or Mountain Dew or any kind of soda I'm I'm a big water drinker so
2: oh,
1: that's I good. just stick with water yeah yeah
2: and what about you Megan what do you take with you on your runs
1: um sometimes goose and sometimes the organic honey stinger chews I had for the divas mm-hmm. that's what I usually take um water not normally but I'll probably have to start taking it that's crazy to me because you run in Florida and you don't take water.
2: <laughs> but, no, but-, but yeah, I don't remember you ever having like a water bottle
1: or anything. No. I Sometimes I'll stop. Um, one of the routes I was doing had a water fountain. Yeah. So I would stop and get water in the middle. But that's about it. I might do better if I drink water, but it's a hassle to hold it. Yeah. And so it just irritates me.
2: And you like the um, the honey stinger chews? Those are good?
1: Yeah, they're really good. And they're organic and stuff. So I like that yeah. aspect of them. Although organic doesn't always mean anything. <laughs> but we're going with the positives there. They taste good and the texture is really good. Which are two important things when thinking about eating while running.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like It's been a while since I had a run where... I felt like I needed to bring an energy gel or anything to eat with me. Um, so I don't know if things might change when I when I try to run a longer run. Again, at some point, someday. <laughs> um, but I've been using well, I've been using coconut water or water on my runs. I always like to have something to drink just because now that I'm really, 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 really slow, I don't know how long I'm gonna be out there for. Um So at the beginning of the summer, I was doing short runs without anything, Um, and now I just make sure I always have something to drink. And then I liked the Gatorade for a longer run for like six or seven miles because it does have some calories, Um, and I I don't know, I guess the the taste of Gatorade doesn't bother me. What's in it bothers me more than what it tastes like, Um, (laughs) but if like... Katie says like if she comes upon Gatorade at a race she'll be like oh no like that well that's not what you said <laughs> you know in your words but for me it's like if I, I get a cup of Gatorade at a race I'm like woohoo Gatorade awesome like that's way better than water um, so it it's the opposite for me in that respect but yeah I, I, I've always enjoyed the goos I think I always like those I like them better than the the power gels, they have a slimier texture, I think. The power gels.
0: They do. I'm, They're a little more liquidy. I yeah. have tried a couple of those. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. I was doing the strawberry banana for a while because I thought it was caffeine free, and then it turned out not to be. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm not gonna bother with this crappy flavor anymore. And what about after your runs? Do you girls like eat something after you run, or do
0: you wait, or what? I don't usually come right home and and through the door and grab something to eat. Um, I mean, I guess if it's around dinner time, I might, but I don't try to eat anything specific right after a run unless it's, you know, a long run, maybe right before a half marathon or something. And then I'll I'll maybe try to pick up a chocolate milk on my way back to the house or or something like that just to try to replenish a little bit of what I had just spent during the run. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's usually what I go for um, at races when they have, you know, the the food tables and things set up at the end of a race. I'll try to grab a chocolate milk or um, I like the bagels. I know some people are like, ew, bagels. They've been sitting out and they're hard as bricks, but I, I don't mind them. To me, I, I like to have that consistency after having just run 13 miles with goo and water, you know. <laughs> I, I like a little bit of substance. So. Really, nothing fancy. Uh, that's that's kind of what I stick with. And what about
2: you, Megan?
1: Usually, after rounds, I don't eat for close to 45 minutes because I'm not hungry. And the thought of eating doesn't sound very appealing. But I try to drink um, chocolate milk within about 30 minutes or mm-hmm. so. Or like a protein shake, which is protein and milk.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I have chocolate milk and then sometimes I'll make myself take a banana. I'm not especially hungry afterward either. Um, I do always have my chocolate milk because that's my reward. <laughs> and um, But sometimes I like I'll make myself have a banana or another piece of fruit just because I feel like I should put something else in there, especially if I'm heading off to work. I don't want to just drink a glass of milk and then go to work but yeah it's it's hard to eat after a run at a race I can do it though <laughs> probably because I work so much harder during a race than I do at a typical run around town but yeah at a race I'll I'll look for the bagels and I'll always grab a banana and I like it when they have the watermelon now that they have the watermelon <laughs> um, and I was just looking at races earlier and um one of the races was talking about this awesome lunch buffet that they're gonna have and all the chowder (laughs) and i was like oh yeah soups i get to have soups again (laughs) so that's always nice after after a race on a cold day anyway to have a little soup all right well what about other snacks or treats or drinks katie you said that you mostly just drink water throughout the day and coffee in the morning
0: yeah i'll have my cup of coffee um or I'll fix it as I'm getting ready to leave the house because I'll fix it in a turvis. That way I can take it to school with me and kind of drink it throughout the first block of the day. And um, other than that, I usually just drink water. I, I do like sparkling water, so mm-hmm. I'll maybe get a couple of cans of like Perrier and keep it in the school refrigerator as well, and I can just kind of grab one of those during the the school day it's always funny because the kids are like what's that oh that's gross why would you drink that but I like it because it's a little different than just you know drinking regular water all the time but it doesn't give you any added calories so a little bit of fizz without the added sugar like most fizzy drinks are yeah Jeff gets um gets that he gets seltzer water
2: same thing mm-hmm. but flavored yep. shelter water um and one thing that I've started doing I can't I don't I can't drink that stuff straight I'm like it, it it's not it's it needs to have some sweetness to me um <laughs> and and I don't need a sweet drink like like you I will drink water all day long um mm-hmm. but when I have dinner I like to have a more substantial beverage I guess um, not alcoholic, but I mean like something more than water. So uh, sometimes I'll take some juice. We we always have juice in the fridge because we have kids. So um, I'll fill a cup up halfway with juice and then fill it up the rest of the way with the seltzer water. And then it's like bubbly and fruity. <laughs> and <laughs> it cuts on down on the sweetness of the juice and gives the seltzer water a little more flavor. So um, So that's good. But I I still try not to drink that because I think the carbonation upsets my digestive system sometimes. (laughs) I'm a little Uh. more sensitive to that now because I don't drink soda anymore. But but yeah, like you, it's mostly just water and coffee. And um, if I do like a drink during the summer, it's usually limeade or lemonade or um, iced tea with lemonade in it. I like mixing things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about you, Megan? What do you like to drink?
1: Um, We drink juice, and if it's too sweet, I'll dilute it with water, so I'll do a water-juice mixture, which I've noticed juice lately is a lot more sweet to me, Mm -hmm. probably because I'm drinking water more, so I'm not, I don't drink that much soda, I try not to. I drink coffee in the morning, and then throughout the day, it's generally water, and with dinner, it's water, juice, or milk.
2: Yeah, sounds like the same, same for us. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Saying that, I sound like oh, um, that's uh, all I drink—water, juice, and milk. It's like I'm five again.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's really better for you, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, it's good to cut down on the juice, like the sweetness of the juice, because you're right—it's loaded with sugar. It's it. I feel like it's pretty good for you, but there's so much sugar in it, and too much sugar is not good. Um. So yeah, cutting back on it. Yeah, is good. Uh, I know what you mean about it tasting sweet, though. Like, I can't. I don't like to drink too much straight up juice.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. so
2: old. I feel so old saying that. Like, oh. I can't have
1: too much juice. <laughs> Other than that, sometimes I'll drink beer.
2: <laughs> beer is good.
1: Um, there's a brewery that's from where you are near you, Sue, Maine, called Sea Dogs, and they have yeah. a really good blueberry beer and a raspberry beer which are good and they don't taste too sweet so i like them yeah they're named after the
2: portland sea dogs which are um i think they're the like one of the minor league teams for our red Sox or something
1: that's so cool i didn't know that but they're a local well not a they're like a small brewery we have one nearby
2: yeah yeah, that's probably why you have one nearby because um I think the Sea Dogs train down there sometimes. I don't know. Ooh. I may be talking out of my ass here. I know very little about <laughs> baseball, especially minor <laughs> leagues. Um but I think so. That's what I that's what I believe. But yeah, beer is good. I like beer. I haven't had it in a long time. <laughs> I'm thinking about that like I thought I would miss wine, but i'm thinking about it now and like i don't miss the wine as much as i miss the beer like i'm looking forward to after pregnancy having a having a nice glass of beer actually which surprises me but yeah i like a hefeweizen or a um a belgian white ale or wheat ale i like blue moon that's the that's the usual that i get if i'm out somewhere and i don't know the beers (laughs) yeah so good (laughs) Oh, someday I'll get to have one again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here soon, soon. Yes.
2: But that's okay. I don't miss it that much. It's nice to not have to worry about drinking and being hungover. Not that I was hungover on a regular basis. Okay, oh, stop talking, Sue. All right. <laughs> so I think we covered food. <laughs> All right. Uh, you girls
0: ready for some recommends? Yes.
1: Sure.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: My recommend this week is something that I found while I was kind of digging because I was really stuck for a recommend. There wasn't anything that jumped to the forefront of my mind. So after uh, falling down a couple internet rabbit holes, I found this really, really cool program. It's called the Pooch to 5K program. And it is basically acclimating your dog to running longer distances with you so if you have a dog in which you can take to a race because lots of races welcome leashed dogs in participating and some races are even geared toward that you know incorporating dogs into running programs this is a great link that provides a training program for your dog to build up their endurance to be able to run longer distances with you that is really cool Yeah,
1: I thought so. I love it.
2: that might be helpful for Megan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm um, saving it and going to come back to it when Luna is big enough to run.
0: Right, that's the only thing. You've just got to make sure they're old enough to run. I mean, depending on the breed, but it's usually anywhere from like 8 to 12 months because their bones are still growing and you don't want to damage the growth plates.
1: I never would have thought it was that long, but that makes sense. I don't know mm-hmm. when I thought dog anatomy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most dogs are growing up until the, about the time they're a year old. So, so th- that's
2: really interesting because I'm thinking like, if it's a kid, you wouldn't start running with it at eight to 12 months. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's, I guess uh, animals grow quicker, huh?
0: Interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And again, depending on the breed, because they all grow at a little bit of a different speed, but. Um, Something to keep in mind. But if it's something you're interested in, then this program is a good way to get your dog there. Cool.
2: And Megan, I meant
1: to ask you, how's puppy training going? She's doing pretty well. She's good, and she's cute, and she's more used to her crate now. So if we put her in there at night, it's not – she doesn't wake us up. She knows we'll come get her out. So – she's not thinking she's gonna be there forever
2: <laughs> Aww, that's good
1: yeah and she's getting used to going out and using the bathroom and everything and she does it pretty consistently outside which is nice
2: awesome I'm good. envious that you have a puppy I'm so envious yeah. <laughs> oh dogs are cute Well, anyway, that's a great recommend, Katie. So, um, Pooch to 5K program. And Megan, what is your recommend this week?
1: My recommend is a website called com. Z-U-L-I-L-Y, and it's kind of like a sale a day site, and where they put a brand up usually per day that's marked really high on clearance, and so you can buy it and get it for cheaper and recently they've had um running shoes on there they had a pair Sauconies I think were the brand last week or recently so if you you have to sign up and make an account but after that it's free and you they have a ton of name brands that go on clearance zoolily.com
2: and what is it is it all different things
1: yeah, they have all different things, and it changes every day. And usually they have a couple of things on sale per day. I know recently they've had bras and everything. So these are the two people keep telling that I keep seeing posted on my Facebook. So I'm I'm sure they have other things too. Okay. I just pay attention to bras and running shoes. So... <laughs>
2: Okay, Uh, that's cool. Actually,
1: I was checking out
2: a similar site earlier today that was, like, a deal of the day thing. Um, And I was annoyed with it because I was, like, looking for a specific thing, but they didn't have that deal anymore. And I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Um, I want them to just keep up all the deals and not just have one thing because it could just not be something that I want that day, you know? But... um, (laughs) But yeah, good deals on running shoes. I appreciate those. So I will definitely check out zoolily.com. And my recommend this week is something that I've been meaning to talk about. Um, I bought a few weeks ago at Walmart. It is a water bottle made by Sub SubZero. Um, it is a glass water bottle and comes with a um, silicone sheath. I guess that you can, um, slide off sort of as a grip and like a a bumper protector, I guess, because it is glass. Um, and then the, the cap is like a a matching silicone plug. Basically you just jam it in there and you can tip the bottle upside down and the water, like it forms a tight seal. The water doesn't come out or anything. Um, and I love this because I am wicked freaked out about drinking out of plastic, Um, even if it's BPA free, I've read that there are like other toxins that are in plastic that can like soak into your drink. Um, and I know sometimes when I drink, I drink a lot of water and I usually just drink out of like the, the plastic bottles of spring water they sell at the store. And by the end of the day, those bottles smell really bad inside. And it makes me wonder what I'm, ingesting, I guess. Um, So when I saw this water bottle was made of glass, I was like, oh, that's great, because I can drink out of glass all day long and not plastic. Um, So I bought it, and I've been really happy with it. I was terrified that I would break it, like, the first day that I got it. Um, But I haven't broken it yet, and I've had it for a few weeks now, so I can definitely recommend it at this point. It's made by Sub Zero, which I guess they make... um, aluminum water bottles too um which I I don't drink out of those I've heard they can rust inside which is gross to me um but but the the glass is great because you can see that there's nothing in there it's clean um and you know how to clean glass well I know how to clean glass so it's not an issue it for me it's not a sanitary issue um so I highly recommend it I one of the reasons why I've been hesitant to recommend it Um, until now is because I haven't been able to find a link for it anywhere online. Um, And so I don't want to recommend something that's going to be hard for people to find. But I figure most people do have a Walmart near them. So if you're interested in drinking out of a glass water bottle, um, do look at Walmart um, in there. It's the section where they sell all the dishes and they have water bottles in there. And these specific water bottles... Um, They're pretty, they're fairly tall. I think they hold about 16 or 20 ounces. I want to say 20 ounces. Um, So they're, they're like tall and thin. And um, the bottles that I saw came with uh, um, silicone protectors in pink and in black. I don't know if the company makes other colors. I couldn't even find anything on their website about, about the bottles, So I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure if they sell them online at all or if they come in other colors but um, do check your Walmart if you're interested in such a product I love mine and like you Katie I drink water all day long so I'm very happy that I have something that I can I can refill and I feel fairly safe drinking out of <laughs> I guess <laughs> alright and I guess that brings us to our runner girl of the week
0: So, Katie, who is our runner girl this week? Our runner girl this week is Sarah Greller. And Sarah, I'm pretty sure she's friends with all of us on Daily Mile. Um, She she had a run that hit close to home for me this week. (laughs) It was a three-mile run. And she wrote, and pardon my French here, Holy hell, 94% humidity. Felt like an elephant on my chest and rubber bands around my feet. This is Mother Nature's way of kicking my confidence in the shins after a great run this weekend. And, yes, I intend to drink the entire pitcher of water. <laughs> <laughs> so, like like I was dealing with the humidity this weekend, it sounds like Sarah was dealing with the humidity as well. Um, but she's up to three miles. I know she's been working her way up there, and she's doing great. So... Even though this wasn't the best run, Sarah, congrats on getting out there and getting it done and continuing to run, even though it felt like you had rubber bands around your feet.
2: <laughs> I love the way that she describes that run, too. She's I know. Very descriptive. <laughs> Great job, Sarah. All right, up next, we have our weekly scavenger hunt. And this week's scavenger hunt list, as you've already heard, is a bird, a boat, a rose bush, a pond and another runner and we were discussing this a little bit before the show like how would you take a picture of another runner would you ask them to pose <laughs> <laughs> obviously they're probably not going to want to stop mid-run and pose for a picture so um would you say katie maybe get a picture of them going the other way or something
0: yeah, you'd have to be sneaky and, like, kind of maybe use the front-facing camera and just hold it over your shoulder as you run by. <laughs> oh. Then it looks like you're taking a picture of yourself running. Yeah, <laughs> selfie while you're running.
2: Totally. <laughs> oh, that could be on next week's list.
1: <laughs> oh, there yes. you go.
2: Yeah. Oh, I like that. And I it always makes my day when I see other people out running when I'm running. If I'm not running, then I'm mad, like, oh, how come you get to be running when I'm not? <laughs> well all right so that's our list and if you see any of those things on your run this week you can take a picture and email those to us or tweet them to us and we'll be happy to share them on our website and with all of the other runner girl scavenger hunt photos that we get and our twitter is at runner girl show And our email address is runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, that is it for our scavenger hunt. Up next, we have feedback.
0: The first message comes from Sue on Facebook. And she writes, listen to the new podcast and talk of triathlon goals. Not all tries require open water swimming, which helps you avoid the melee. Katie swam for 10 minutes straight in the trial she did yes I did chances are in a trial with a pool swim you'll spend less time than that in the water they release the swimmers individually every 10 to 15 seconds based on your estimated swim time. Two halves for Katie to consider in her 50 states are the middle half in Tennessee and the mini marathon in Indy. The middle half is a small race that sold out in six hours this year. Oh, my gosh. You've got to get in on that one quick, apparently. (laughs) Super flat and scenic. Hometown fun. The mini marathon in Indy is the nation's largest half. Wow. Tons of entertainment and, again, super flat. Best of luck to Katie on becoming a half fanatic. I got in this year by doing the country music half in Nashville and the mini marathon in Indy two halves in nine days. Mm. Well, thanks for the great information, Sue and congratulations on becoming a half fanatic. Yay. (laughs) Um, But those sound like two really great races. And um, I think I actually got a message from Larry on daily mile, kind of saying the same thing that not all, Tries require the open water swim, so to not be instantly afraid of drowning in open water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but some great information there. Thank you for that, again, Sue.
2: Awesome, yeah, and congrats on the uh, being a half fanatic. I don't know if I could run two half marathons in nine days. I mean, I guess I probably could if I trained properly, right? Right. I train for two. I mean, can you do that? Can you train for two half marathons in that short a time?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm sure people who are doing like marathon training plans where you have to run 13 miles one week and then 14 miles the next week. Mm -hmm. Right. Then you've run two marathons or two half marathons in nine days. Oh, yeah. There's no saying you have to race it and run your absolute best in nine days. That's true. You could run the first one really, really hard and then just walk the kind second. Of, well, <laughs> Not walk, but not maybe not run it as hard and walk if needed.
2: Right. Or treat the first one as a training run for the second.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah. Alright,
2: well we got a post on our wall at facebook.com slash podcast from Vicky and she says, wow, you had a lot of great recommends this week. I do have a word of advice about Gym Pact though. I was going to try it since it would be a great way to keep me accountable for the gym and make a little money, but in doing some research on it, I came across some reviews that implied it was a little shady and not all that it had promised. A friend wrote about it on her blog, and she said it would uncheck her in after she had checked in at the gym, and then she never got the money she was supposed to after fulfilling her pact for a couple of weeks, and she was actually docked money when she wasn't supposed to be. Now, this was a while ago, so I don't know if this has been fixed or anything, but I just wanted to let you guys know about what I heard about it. Um, And that's definitely good to know. I, I haven't used it. I thought it was a cool idea, and planned on maybe trying it again sometime probably when i start going to the gym more (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to do some research too and hopefully they've fixed any issues i'm wondering if maybe it could be like a gps thing where maybe you're not getting checked in right um if it's not picking up your signal or something like that um or if it's uh an intentional fault of the app then then that's a bigger definitely a bigger issue but yeah definitely something to look into because i I would like to use that i want to get paid for working out
1: (laughs) so thanks vicky thanks for sharing that we got a facebook post from lisa and she says listening to the episode and loved the bucket list i would totally do ragnar with you girls Also, Megan, I have a Nutribullet, which was around $100, and I use it for juicing and smoothies, and it works great at blending fruits and vegetables to a smooth consistency. No chunks. It also has a milling blade that can be used to grind whole bean coffee, and I also use it to make nut butters. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds cool.
2: Is, Is that similar to the one that you were talking about last week?
1: I think it is. Okay.
2: That's cool. I didn't know you could use it to grind coffee. I like that. And nut butters. I like the idea of making my own almond butter and peanut butter. And Wow. She might have that sold me really on the good. NutriBullet, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, Lisa. And that's it for this week. Megan, do you have a quote for us?
1: Yes. My quote is, ask yourself, can I give more? The answer is usually yes. By Paul Turgat.
2: It's not always yes, though.
1: Well, that's why it says usually.
2: <laughs> I was thinking about that in my race today. I'm thinking like back on my race today. Like, I don't know, maybe I could have given more, but it doesn't mean I should have. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my thing. Yes, after teaching all day and being up at 5 a.m. and still having work to do, I could go run three miles. Would it be the best use of my time? Um maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it is it's definitely a good thing to ask yourself like am I doing enough? What's yeah. what's the best for me right now? What's going to benefit me most this week and in the long term? Sometimes it could go either way. Like if you're if you're sick or tired, sometimes you just need the rest. Yes. But <laughs> if you're you know, making excuses (laughs) then maybe you could give a little more (laughs) well that's good definitely food for thought and that's it for episode eight of season three Join us next week when we will be talking about how to choose your races. If you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com, follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast, or tweet to us at runnergirlshow on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.
0: Oh, mm-hmm.